Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to Never Heard of It, a Night Shift Radio original. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review if you're so inclined. For more information, visit nightshiftradio.com. Um, I kind of want to poof. I don't know if that... <laughs> like, like an ottoman? Well, I mean, maybe like a decorative like, ottoman. Like, like, a, a, de- decorative like a decorative footstool? <laughs> decorative poof? I, uh, I I guess I don't know what a poof is. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I'll be honest, I didn't know either. And I saw in the subtitles like how they were spelling the word poof, and I was like, oh, like they're capitalizing it. That's weird. I was like, maybe that's like just a, like what they call it. But then I was like, oh, that's like a thing. Like that's a real. It thing. is a real thing. Yeah, I was not familiar. Uh, it, I guess I didn't wander around places like Pier One enough to know what a poof is. Yeah, it's it's not something that I would ever want in my home. Yeah. Uh, in the. Uh, in the real world or in the context of this film, right. either one. Yeah. Uh, except perhaps the uh, the first result that comes up for me when I Google search poof, uh, and the first shopping result is from Wayfair, and it's a poof designed to look like a buffalo. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you know, maybe then in that case... Uh, <laughs> You know, what? what is, so what do I get? I get, um, oh yeah, see, I just get, uh, I just get like Ottomans. Like that's, that's, that's what oh, I get, get when e- I. See, I, I get some of those oh, same results, nope, but I, I got the I Buffalo also get one. The, There's the, the lovable bear footstool is one of the options I get. Oh, see, that's nice. I like that. Yeah, no, mine, mine are more traditional poofs. I do see A the leather Buffalo whale. One. A leather whale. I like your your Google search better. I mean, I I, I guess I've <laughs> I've trained my algorithm well. Yeah, you have. No, to I actually, know what kind of weird shit to show me. <laughs> I like this one. This one is uh, for kids, and it's like like globes, and that one's pretty cool. I dig that. This is a preggy poof. I you know I the the world of of like decorative furniture. Is pretty wild. Like there's, it, yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, so I I recently was gifted a gift certificate to uh, the at home store. I don't know okay. if you're, you're familiar with the at home yeah. store. 
Um, yeah. And so I, I actually took a trip to the at-home store because their website is very vague and it's very like, look at our website. You should go to the store instead, though, because it's like, you know, like that's they want you in the store instead. So I went to the store and I'm just kind of like wandering around the store, just trying to figure out like, oh, cool. what What is it that I would want if I were to, you know, to to buy something from this place? And uh, um, uh, the answer is nothing, uh, really. Nothing. Yeah, no. uh, not really much. I, I, you know, at home is is cool. It's a really great store. It is really fun. It is really cool. But not my aesthetic. Like there was a lot of stuff that I'm like, you have at least six aisles where, and these stores are huge, and they have at least six aisles worth of things where I was like, this serves no purpose in a home. Yeah. Like, it's not a thing you use. It's not even a thing, like, you break out at a party or something where you're like, well, I might use this in the event of this. Like, there are just things that you would buy there that just have the sole purpose of just existing in a house. Yeah. I guess I'm more minimalistic than that. I say as you look at, you know, the background of my, you know, of my <laughs> office. But, like, you know, my office well, is, have... is decorated for for YouTube people to look at and look cool. Like... You have decor, you have art and things yeah. like that. That's, that's, you know what? Like, live your life how you want to live. The sure. Never Heard of It podcast is not here to shame you for how you decorate your house. But I also don't understand the idea of having things just for the sake of having them. Uh, and like every now and then things like that sneak into my home and I'm like, why is this here? <laughs> Was this poof always here? Was this poof always here? Yeah. When did we get a poof? You know what? We probably, we would actually use, a poof. I used to have, so I used to have a big, well, technically it was uh, Ellen's grandfather's, but it, it got passed down to her and then became mine. Big, comfy leather armchair, like the yeah. perfect old man chair. Yeah. Like you could see where like he had worn in the leather from like where he sat in it every day. Like it was just the perfect chair. Yeah. Uh, and I had just a cheap old ottoman, like storage ottoman, the kind that like opened up and you could put stuff in it just like uh, from Target that I bought a long time ago for my house. And the two of those things together perfect perfect <laughs> just like the 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 best for lounging in yeah um i i no longer have either oh and that's my my daughter has a has a storage ottoman uh thing she actually uses it as a as a step stool in her room to get up to like a, mm. a another section um but in it she you know you can lift up the lid and there's you know there's space and she puts you know toys and stuff in it and it's it's pretty cool uh i dig that, that i sense. i understand that um but I don't know, man, but but you know what? We're not here to talk about decor. Okay, well, kind of. We are here. A we are. We're a little bit here to talk about decor, um, but we are in fact here to talk about the movie "Save Yourselves." Um, and uh, that being said, hello and welcome to the Never Heard of It podcast. I'm your host, Michael Fight, and I, Caleb, am a modern man. <laughs> <laughs> I so at the very beginning of this movie I was like ugh I hate people like Jack and then like halfway through the movie I was like oh fuck I am Jack oh fuck yeah. I was like oh my god I am Jack yeah <laughs> it was very Ellen, upsetting Ellen and I saw just a little too much of ourselves <laughs> in Sue and Jack yeah uh <laughs> like uncomfortably so yeah no it, i like yeah there was definitely parts of this movie where i was like fucking called out what the fuck dude <laughs> okay but not in a bad way really not in a bad way it was just like that 
that like personality that got called out and I was like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, shit. Like that's, that's what it was like. It was, a. Uh, uh, yeah, so so we're talking about Save Yourselves. Uh, this was written um, uh, by uh, Alex uh, Houston Fisher and uh, Eleanor um, Wilson. Uh, so Alex uh, is is a director and a writer. Um, uh, so he he did this. He did uh, a short called Spell. He did a thing called For Maya. Um, and he did another thing called Snowy Bing Bongs Across the North Star Combat Zone. <laughs> because, of course, you did. It's also a short. And it's a, a fun little comedy short. And then um, uh, Eleanor uh, did a film called Possum. Uh, she did one called Everything All at Once, which actually looks really good. Um, oh, wait, wait. I've heard of this. Yeah. I need to look this up. Everything All at Once. Um, but it essentially looks like uh, they uh, they both have have done just a whole bunch of shorts, and uh, ended up oh, yeah. getting this film, uh, making it. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a small budget film, and and it ended up getting uh, getting to Sundance, which is pretty awesome. Um, and uh, but the estimation uh, of the budget, I would say their budget was probably uh, under five hundred thousand. Well, no, but, maybe, maybe probably a million or two. This is probably a couple of million dollar movie just based on who, who was in it. Yeah. It's which, uh, yeah, yeah I, mean, I know that, that, that feels right. Yeah. Cause it's, it's obviously not a huge budget, but it, it's, it's very well done and it's like, it's thoughtfully cast. Uh, and like there is some degree of special effects that are, they're not cheesy. Like they're done really well. Yeah, that's why that's why I think like two million is probably right, just based on like the quality of the camera. Because like, mm-hmm. like I know that the quality of film that they did, like audio wise, because audio wise it sounds fucking great. Video wise, yeah. like the the quality of it is fantastic. They definitely use like good cameras and stuff like that. Like that's at least several hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment right there. So that's how mm-hmm. I know like that's that what their budget had to have been way above that. Because I mean like. You know, uh, Sunita uh, Sunita Manny, who is is the main character. Like she's, I would say she's known enough where like she she got a decent pay payout for this film because like you know I mean she's not famous famous as she should be. Um, she, she should, should be, be more famous than she is. Um, but I'm, you know she's getting there. Um, but like I think she's enough of a name that they probably had to pay a little bit of money for her. That's my opinion. At least I hope yeah. they did. Yeah, I so. Uh, there's a story behind why I, I selected this. Uh, first of all, uh, April yeah. of 2021 is a uh, another alien invasion month. So it's alien yeah. invasion April here on Never Heard of It podcast. Uh, and you, you know we love a good alien film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually, this is one of the rare times because usually we pick a movie and either neither of us have seen it or you have and I have not. Uh, and so I'm, you know, Either way, usually going in blind. Uh, this is one of the rare times where I've seen the movie and you hadn't, uh, which yeah. was very exciting for me. Um, this came out in October of last year, of October, October of 2020. And I remember it was right... I think it was literally the week that I had made that commitment that I wanted to try to uh, watch a non-podcast-related movie uh, once a week, yeah. which I haven't fully kept up with, full disclosure, but... Um, I, I made that decision, and then I was I was working one morning, and I saw a trailer 
uh, <laughs> when I say I was working, I was I was working, but I was browsing the internet. Sure. Uh, and I saw a trailer for this movie. It had just released, literally like that week. Uh, so I think that was October 4th was its release date. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to rent this movie like tonight. Like, we're going to watch this. It was like a Thursday night. Uh, and so, like, we finished up work, and I told Ellen what our plans were that evening. And <laughs> she's like, uh, okay, I guess. Uh, and so we watched this movie, and we just both absolutely fucking loved it. Uh, it also, coincidentally, was just before, like, if we watched it on opening week, it would have been like two weeks, three weeks before uh, we took our own uh, week-long vacation oh, out right. into a cabin <laughs> in remote uh, Wisconsin. Um to get away from it all after, you know, six, seven months, whatever, of being at home. Uh, and, you know, just to, to go and, like, still sequester ourselves in four walls, but in a different set of walls right? Uh, for my birthday. Uh, and so it uh, wasn't necessarily the best movie to watch immediately <laughs> before going to a remote location. Uh, but very, very happy. I did... I recognized Sunita Mani. So she's been in a bunch of stuff. So she's been in Mr. Robot. She's been in Glow. She's been in a bunch of uh, movies and shorts and stuff like that. Uh, both she and John Reynolds have been on the Chris Gethard show, uh, which uh, if you listen to our other uh, podcasts, Left of the Dial, we recently had uh, Mike Yarg, who was part of Chris Gethard's crew, as well as uh, Kiri and Heidi from Early Riser, who both used to book music for it. So some associations there. That's pretty cool. Like, yeah. Unintentionally linking it back to to the other show, uh, but yeah, so she's been in quite a bit. I recognized her from the progressive commercials. Yeah, that's <laughs> I. So I recognized her from Glow because I, I was a huge fan of Glow. Um, but and and so vice versa, like the other way around, is I I watched Glow like as soon as it came out, and then I saw her in the progressive commercials. So I was like, hey, uh, but so. <laughs> So fun fact about Sunita, she actually is like a break dancer, like a like a dancer. Um, Neat. And she would do. Uh, um, she was actually uh, in the music video for "Turn Down for What." Like that's that's where like she got her her big start. Um, and she was that's part funny. of the Cocoon Central Dance Team. Um, and. Uh, uh, but she's, you know, also, as you mentioned, like Mr. Robot and, and Glow and other things. Uh, she mm-hmm. was in uh, Broad City. Um, uh, she was in the show Search Party, which I hear is really great. And she did have a few uh, lines in The Good Place as well. Yeah, I think both uh, I think both of these main actors were in Search Party. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, John Reynolds was in Search Party for, I think, yeah. that he's like one of the main people, I think. Um, I didn't, yeah. I haven't watched that show, so I can't say that. So, um, but it he looks is, good. He is also one of the cops in Stranger Things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He is um, Officer Calhoun, I think. Or Callahan, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So um, both of these actors have like kind of been building up a, a decent little resume yeah. for themselves, but kind of like flying under the radar, uh, which made them, I think, so perfect for this because, you know, there are enough, uh, enough star power to like to drive the movie, but like, quote unquote unknown enough to like feel 
really authentic in these characters it, and that balance was so so great it kind of felt uh, uh the equivalent of it to like scare me where like aya mm-hmm, cash mm-hmm. you know was you know was known like she was starting to become more known because of the boys like josh rubin you know we had known from things and then um chris red uh from uh snl like he when he makes his appearance in in a year yes. like yeah like you just know them enough that like it still feels like, and this is like kind of a shitty thing to say, but like they had just enough notoriety that you were like, oh yeah, that person, but not mm-hmm. enough where you were like, yeah, it's fucking, you know, Tom Cruise, you, you know, in another yeah, blockbuster exactly. movie. Like it was just enough where you could feel like you get, like you could relate to the character, but not too much where you were like, well, I know it's just this actor playing this person. It was great. Well, and I love that you bring up Scare Me because that released right around the same time. Yeah. And it was a very similar concept in that it was a horror-adjacent, uh, although not full-on horror film, with a very small cast in a very like isolated environment. Uh, and it was very heavily based on the dialogue and the storytelling and the chemistry between the actors. Yeah. Uh, and it's no coincidence that these were my top two movies of last year, hands down. Oh, yeah. I mean, I... 100% agree. So I, I have only watched this movie for the first time literally two hours ago. Um, but had I watched this last year, 100% uh, top, top in top five uh, of films mm-hmm. last year. And yeah, same sort of premise, you know, going to the upstate cabin, you know, and like, uh, and although they both have different outcomes, uh, yeah, 100%. Like it just feels, <laughs> it feels the same. And I, I fucking love it. I love movies like this. It was just yes. really fucking good. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so let's dive into it. So, so again, the, the movie we're talking about is Save Yourselves, which is uh, currently available streaming on Hulu in America. Um, which I was very excited to hear about because, like, I, I dropped the cash to rent this when it first came out, and I don't regret that one bit. But uh, I also appreciate now that it's more widely available because I want people to watch this movie. Agreed. I, I hope that uh, we can. Um, uh, you know, I hope that this uh, pushes it up a little bit. And, and you know, full disclosure, uh, we did reach out to uh, Sunita Manny's uh, management team to see if to invite her on the podcast, uh, as well as John Reynolds, and and neither returned our calls. So there's that. Uh-huh. But I did, in fact, reach out to both of them, hoping they would be on the show. Um, and uh, so uh, maybe next time. Um, that would have been fun. And you know what? Either one of them welcome anytime, even if it's not about one of their movies or if it is. Yeah. Yeah, heck yeah, of course, absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, so the story starts out. It, the great thing about this story, and you know, I, I see, you know, we see this in the IMDb like facts and stuff like that. And the great thing about this story is that it's another one of those like the alien invasion isn't really what it's about. You know, mm-hmm. it's about so like the movie is about this couple and you know, they're, they're going through that same sort of thing that we all go through and even probably currently go through. And the idea is that like, Oh fuck, I'm X age. And like, what am I doing? You know, um, you know, Jack, the main character, John, you know, uh, Jack makes the comment of like, I I don't know how to be a man. Like, you know, my dad was really good at fishing and he knows about plumbing Mm -hmm. and my brothers picked that up, but I had no interest in that. And then he was like, and you know, you know, of course his girlfriend Sue is like, Oh, but you, 
you have all these other skills. And he's like, I don't have any other skills either. Like he was like, I, I, I avoided all those manly things because it was this masculinity that I just didn't care for. And didn't like the idea of, of that gender conformity, but I didn't develop any other skills either, which I, I mean, whether we, we don't necessarily know if that's true or not, but it's, it, that's a thing. You know, I, I felt, I felt that so much because I, yeah. I mean, I grew up around all women, but I grew up around women who were people who fished and camped and fixed things. You know, like my other mother was that sort of person. Like she she repaired vending machines like for a job for as long as I can remember. But like nice. she was the one who took me camping and like fishing and she loved to fish. And she, you know, she was like, ah, you don't need that bullshit. Here's a can of beans. Like, you know, fend off yourself. And I was like, yeah, this is cool. And then as I started getting older, I was like, I have no interest in this whatsoever. But like I still went no. because, you know, it was... It's like my mom. I still go with, you know, if my mom asked me to go on vacation with her, I'm going to go, you know, whatever. Yeah. But like, and then I thought about it and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I am Jack. I am Jack's lack of skills. <laughs> <laughs> like, when he's like, you know, yeah, I can cook, but like, that's about it. I'm like, oh, that's that's me too. <laughs> right. Like, it, he he we get a, a sense that he's probably like a web designer or something like that, which is not a, a skill that I have, but it, you know, still like adjacent I mean, to the world that I work in, working in, uh, in, in it. Uh, I do want to interject that Caleb related. built the night shift radio website, nightshiftradio.com. So sure. Maybe not a traditional web designer in sense, but you still built a great website. <laughs> oh, thank you. That was primarily Squarespace uh, <laughs> and alcohol. Uh, <laughs> uh, where was it? But yeah, so like, I, uh, you know, in the event of a complete like uh, world ending apocalyptic event that brings down like the, the global economy and the, the internet technology and whatnot, um, I'm pretty good at throwing together food from nothing, but like that, that's my skill that gets me inside the camp walls. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, where they're, they're, they're at, you're at gunpoint and like slingshot point and you're like, I kind of know how to cook. So they're like, all right, let, let him in. You know, that's like, fine. Ellen can, can knit and sew uh, and make things with her hands very, very easily. And, has like some some basic survival skills and learned you know picked up some some more like man skills quote unquote from her dad growing up like I don't, I don't fucking care about any of that stuff <laughs> right yeah I, I know we've had this if conversation it's not a computer I don't know how to make it go right uh, I know we've had this conversation before about like would we last during a zombie apocalypse and that kind of stuff. You know, and I would just be like, uh, I can help you with your brand image. I, I don't know. Oh, fuck. Okay, I'll just stay out here, guys. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Here's here's my supplies. I'll just go fucking die. <laughs> I help with PR. Um, yeah. Uh, but so, so we learn, we learn about Sue and Jack, um, who are a couple, they live in Brooklyn, um, and they do very Brooklyn things. Um, Fucking so Brooklyn hipsters. they are Brooklyn hipsters God damn it. through and through. <laughs> uh, and as much as I was like, ah, fucking shut up. Like I, they would be my friends and that's, mm. you know, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna pretend like. I wouldn't, you know, be having couples dinner with them on a Friday or something. Um, 
you know, like that's, it's fine. They're cool. Uh, but anyway, so we, so we learned that, you know, uh, as we mentioned, Jack is some sort of web designer. Sue at some point did something. She maybe was someone's like, personal assistant. Yeah. She's like a PA or an EA or something like that. She, she like, you know, we see her like trying to book flights and like plan a trip for her boss. Uh, so either she's directly an assistant or she has another job and has just been saddled with a bunch of other bullshit responsibilities that probably weren't in the scope. Weird. That never <laughs> happens at all. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, especially in your thirties. Um, yeah. And, uh, and, and so the movie starts off with, with them just kind of like, I mean, I would assume for probably most of our listeners, you're going to watch this movie and I really hope you watch this movie, but you're going to watch this movie and be like, oh my God. And turn to your significant other and be like, Th- that's us. Like we literally <laughs> do like, we have done that. We've had that <laughs> night at least three times this week. She picks up her computer and opens it and it's like, oh no. No, 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 no. This is bad. And he's like, what? What is it? Is it North Korea? Like, he immediately goes to, like, worst case disaster scenario. And she's like, my tabs. My fucking tabs. And I'm like, oh, God. Like, oh, no. Oh, you, you've got to close your tabs. You can't rely on that shit. And also, like, do you not know how to find your... You know what? You know, figure it out. Just fucking figure it out. Like, it's not my problem. Right. You're like, I'm not IT on this. Yeah. Oh, and it's great. And, and like, the reason is great. She was like, what happened to all my tabs? Like, did you close all my tabs? And she turns to Jack, and Jack was like, well, I mean, your computer was closer. And she was like, what, what did you even need? You looked up how to make bread? What the fuck? She just gets... Which... Let's let's give uh, some props to Jack for being the hipster that was making sourdough before the pandemic. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I would say the assumption is this movie was probably filmed in 2019. Um, if it got a release in 2020, because I think it hit Sundance um, in the 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 January before that, so it probably hit Sundance January of 2020. So it was probably made in 2019. Um, that would make sense. Yeah. So so yeah. Good for Jack, man. He was <laughs> he was one step ahead of the curve. Um, I don't know, man. I just really I, I, love like, this movie. <laughs> it's I see so many. Like not only do I see my own self and my own relationship reflected in this movie, I see so many people that I know reflected in it. Too. No, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and of course, like we we learned that um, Sunita is, or uh, she's her name is Serena in the, the movie. Yeah, Serena. Sue. Yep. She goes by Sue. Um, that Sue is very much like she's very focused on work, and she like she like places a, a high level of importance on that. Uh, Jack is a little bit less. Uh, like intense about work. He's a little bit more just kind of like just live life. And, uh, he's also, he's a bad listener. Uh, he's kind of flippant. Like he, he doesn't really pay that much attention. And when like she gets mad at him, he like doesn't, isn't really able to focus on why. And at one point he just like, he, he realizes like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of making an ass out of myself. So it's like, I love you. She's like, that's nice. Did you mean to say, I'm sorry? <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> Which is which is great. He's like, yeah, you know what? That that I'm sorry. She's like, what are you sorry for? The thing that you want me to <laughs> to apologize for. Which as, it was so cute. 
Yes, it's adorable. Uh, you know, and they, they they make up. It's not like this big, like you know, earth shattering fight, and it doesn't end their relationship. It's just you know, it's a it's a normal human everyday relationship fight. Uh, and then they go out with their friends, uh, who like a, there's a couple of their their guy friends are getting married. They're gonna have this destination wedding in Mexico and fly in a fucking 12 Pete's uh, New Orleans jazz band, <laughs> which... But low-carbon footprint, right? <laughs> yeah, low-carbon footprint, but we're going to bring in a fucking jazz band. Anyway, uh, you know, they, they have this whole big night on the town in, in New York, and they run into uh, Zach's friend, Raph, who used to be an investment banker for you know, for like a decade and it was soul sucking and he just, you know, he just quit. He just had to quit. He was, he was building up that rage and I'm like, you know what? I feel that too. <laughs> I've been there, man. And now he makes 3D printed surfboards out of algae. Which like, is actually pretty fucking dope. I don't dope. surf and like, I, I've only ever like kind of half tried it once, but like he said that and I was like, Dude, that's actually pretty fucking cool. Like, that's actually such a cool, like, you know, like that's that's a really cool idea. I dig it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't surf, and I wouldn't because that involves going in water, which is the thing I don't do. Mm-hmm. But the three D printed surfboards out of algae is dope. Mm-hmm. Very, I can very much get into that. Yeah, I totally get into and that. He's like, you know, I've, I've been helping to fix up my. I was like his uncle or grandfather's cabin yeah. upstate, which upstate for people in the city is like throw a rock as far as you can outside the city limits and you're upstate. Yeah. It's, he, he's like, they, they said it's a pine bush or something like that, pine which bush. is like with 50 minutes north of like, it's not like, um, like I'm not upstate. I'm central New York, but I am like still wave like upstate is even higher up than they think. Yeah. Um, Pine Bush apparently used to be known as like the UFO capital of the uh, of the U.S. Uh, because there used to be a, a lot of UFO sightings reported in the area. So uh, I love that that's where they set this. Yeah, but yeah, I mean it's it's barely outside the city. Yeah. Like it's still down in down in the pointy section of the state. Yeah. Um, and so they they go to this party, and you know they're talking to this guy. Um, and you know, he's just talking about like, oh yeah, well, you know, you got to find yourself and you know, this is, this is, you know, who I am, man. Like I figured it out and he's like, oh Jack, I, I was thinking of you and I got you this and it's a fucking rock, you know? And so he hands it's him, a, excuse me, it's a crystal. Oh, it's a crystal. This is a crystal. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so like as they're leaving their party, you know, they, they have this moment of like, like we should do like they're in, you know, they're drunk, but they're inspired. And they're mm-hmm. like, we should be better. Like we should do something. And he, you know, the, this guy, he, uh, Ben, I think his name is, um, he offers up the cabin, you know, and he's like, Rafe. You, you're right. Yeah. And then he was like, you can come, yeah. you know, Hey, I'm fixing it up, but like, it always needs people. You're welcome to come stay in it. And they're like, eh. and so, you know, as they're walking home, they're like, no, we should, we should totally like, be better. Like we need to center ourselves and like, you know, disconnect Mm -hmm. and try to figure, you know, figure shit out. And so the next day they decide to do that and, you know, they're, they're getting their works together and it's, and it's going to be a spontaneous thing. They're like, we're leaving tomorrow. Like this is it. So, you know, Jack is on the phone with his work, letting them know like, Hey, I have a few clients that may need a little minor maintenance. And he's just, you know, basically prepping for the week. 
Sue uh, texts her boss and was like, hey, you know, can I get this week off? Uh, to which her boss just straight up fires her. Um, yeah. Uh, immediately, which that's shitty. And uh, uh, yeah. So but she, you know what? That's that's the catalyst that she needs. She's like, right? you know, we, we, we need this. We have to do this now. Yeah. And she, uh. she brings it up later. Like, I lost my job for this week. Like, so we have to do it right. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Rafe, by the way, uh, played by Ben Sinclair, who uh, seems to have mostly been in uh, weed-related things, uh, yeah. specifically both in- incarnations of the show High Maintenance. Um, but was he was in an episode of uh, Thirty Rock as Brooklyn Idiot, <laughs> uh, which is great. Uh, but uh, if no one else. This guy at least is our connection to the uh, the uh, police procedurals. He was in SVU. Hey, there we go. <laughs> we we got it. We got him, guys. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, so you know now's their moment. They they figure it out, and and the whole idea of going there is to disconnect from the internet. You know, uh, no phones, no computers, no internet, just go there, you know, be together, be present, mm-hmm. discover themselves to a degree, you know, and just really like, you know, kind of re- reconnect. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I really liked about this movie that I feel like is very common in these type of things is that there's always like the, uh, we're just bickering at each other the whole time and blah, 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 blah. And then we have that moment of like, no, I really love you. Like they just have a good relationship the entire movie and it's never, mm-hmm. their relationship never becomes a plot point to the sense of like, you know, ah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't like when you do this or I don't like when you do Like it never becomes this like thing where they have Isn't- to like hash it out. It's just, they just, are together the movie and it's it exists and i love that i love that it's way more realistic feeling there's never a blow up there's Mm -hmm. not like everything falls apart and they've got to to pick it up and like you're left wondering like do they really patch it up or like do they go there's no like again it's just very normal like human reasonably healthy relationship like they work well together even like you know uh, because of or despite their flaws, however you want to look at it. Right. So they get to the cabin, you know, and they, they you know, start their process uh, of the healing. Um, and uh, before we get into what is is about to go down, because shit's about to go mm. down. Um, it's about to go <laughs> down. Uh, let's go ahead and take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we will actually dive into the rest of the story of Save Yourselves. Before we go, um, thanks a lot for subscribing. Of course, if you're watching on YouTube, please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, we super appreciate that and share uh, this video. We would appreciate that. And of course, if you're listening on your podcast player of choice, uh, don't forget to subscribe there. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and leaving a rating and review. That would be super helpful. Or of course, sharing with a friend. Um, we would uh, greatly appreciate that. 
Um, and of course, you know, hit us up on on Twitter at any time. We're on Twitter at uh, the Nahoit Podcast. Um, you can see it; uh, it'll be down below at some point during this video, and also linked down below in our show notes. Um, you know, tweet at us. Let us know movies you think we should watch. We're doing a month of Alien Invasion, uh, but we will, you know, gladly watch whatever you think is cool in May, um, and start adding on some uh, some cool films. Um, yeah. So that being said, we're going to jump to a break, and we will be right back. Looking for something heroic in your life? Go check out our friends at the Superpod HeroCast. They're guys with beers talking about movies with capes. Every episode goes in depth with a different superhero movie. A classic of modern cinema? A certified stinker? It doesn't matter. If it's a superhero movie, they're going to talk about it. Start with a little bit of comedy, add in some film analysis, and finish it off with a heaping dose of geekery. You've got the Superpod HeroCast. It doesn't matter if you're a casual fan or a 20th level nerd. Download their latest episode, grab a beverage, and enjoy the fun. The Superpod HeroCast. Be heroic. Set Condition 1 is Night Shift Radio's Battlestar Galactica fancast. Each week, Battlestar veterans Caleb and Kitsy revisit, and newcomer to the show Andrea watches for the first time the 2004 sci-fi series Battlestar Galactica. They've just entered their third season, which means you've got two full seasons of sci-fi gold to binge if you want to watch along with them. Whether you're the commander of a soon-to-be decommissioned battleship or recently promoted to president of the 12 colonies. Join Caleb, Kitsy, and Andrea as they make their way through the Battlestar Galactica universe one episode at a time. Watch Battlestar Galactica free on Peacock and find Second Edition 1 at secondedition1throughoutthepodcast.com or wherever you get podcasts. Hello and welcome back. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, uh... (laughs) Uh, we, so we, we have gotten them to the cabin. They're starting their journey, you know, and we get, we get a few instances of them, you know, trying to meditate. And we learn is that Sue is the type of person that what she did before they left was she internet searched a whole bunch of things and basically just wrote them down, um, like lists of how to relax, lists of how to connect. And, you know, he even says like, yeah, but all you, you the whole idea was to disconnect from the internet and you just Google searched how to do it and wrote it down. He's like, Why did you write down the whole list? She was like, Yeah, I mean like, well, you the, brought I, the internet with you. She's like, Well, the, I mean the printer wasn't working, but yeah, so I wrote it all down. <laughs> Which like I I kinda, you know, I I, I I see both of their points on this. Totally. Like, I get it. He, he's he's right that like the whole thing was just like to disconnect and just to kind of like just to be but she also wanted to like wanted to feel like she was prepared and could like really utilize the time uh and i think the reason <laughs> honestly the reason that i understand uh this dynamic so well uh is because that's exactly how uh our trips go <laughs> in this house where i'm like just fuck it we're going to wing it like we'll do whatever feels right in the moment and ellen has a list and, and like not like you know what Credit to her, she's gotten significantly. I'm not going to say better because that's that's objective. 
Sub- subjective, that's subjective. Subject. Uh, but re- <laughs> relative to me, she's gotten uh, less stringent in like her requirements for uh, for like itineraries and whatnot. The longer that she's known me, I've, I've had that effect. Uh, and conversely, I've also become a little bit less. Ah, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> to where like if there is a plan, I'll go with it. Yeah, um, you know, I think that's like, that's, yeah, the, 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 that's the relationship compromise. That's how things work. Yeah. You everybody, you know, meets in the middle somewhere. That's you know. but yeah. That's why this this dynamic makes sense to me. Like I I saw her like writing down the things that she wanted to do on the trip. I'm like, yep. <laughs> and I saw him like, what are you doing? We're just we're gonna get in the kayak. It's gonna be ah, you know what? Fuck <laughs> it. I'm gonna jump in the water. Like I wouldn't do that, but like I understand. We understand the rest. Yeah. No, completely. <laughs> and. Uh, so we get we get this moment of um you know where where they have this you know I mean it's a slight argument I mean it's a very slight argument you know they're in the shower and you know she she gets angry and you know so she was like fine fuck it so she goes off on her own uh in the house I mean and she she sneakily pulls up her phone and mm-hmm. uh, she she gets to her phone and all of a sudden she starts getting all of these text messages and voicemails that are like, oh, my God, you know, Sue, where are you? Do you know what's going on? Like she gets a bunch of texts of like, oh, shit, I don't know what's happening. And she gets a couple of phone calls from her mother who basically are like. Hey, are you still? Are you guys still in New New York? I heard about you know. I heard your silly you know voicemail. They left a a group voicemail basically saying, "Hey, we're disconnecting for a week. We're going off in this cabin in the woods. We'll be back on June you know ninth or whatever it is." Um, you know, so so you know the mom is like, you know, they're they're saying that these these rats in New York they're not actually rats, and you know like so Sue's hearing some of the the messages coming through and she's like, "What? This is fucking weird." And just then Jack comes in. And so, of course, she she hides the phone because she's like, oh, shit, like we're, you know, like I, I don't want him to find out that I broke the rules, I guess. And then, yeah. you know, they sort of have this moment where where that's where he goes to the speech of like, <clears throat> I'm not I don't know how to be a man. And, you know, because while they're after this fight, she goes off and grabs her phone and he goes off to like chop wood and, and you see him and he just has the <laughs> axe like in the thing because he can't chop the wood. And that's what kind of like triggers this moment of like, oh, shit, I have no skills like a- as either a man or, or not. And I mean, you know, obviously, if you're a longtime listener of the never heard of a podcast gender conformity is stupid and we don't yes. uh, agree with anything about masculine or feminine um because that's bullshit everything's just human um yeah but uh but yeah but i mean he has that moment of like oh my god i i i didn't even pick up these skills for my dad and i don't have any other skills to to complement it uh fun tidbit uh, as an aside yeah. uh Sue's mother, we only hear her voice. We never see her, but the, the voice is Zenobia Shroff. Uh, who, she's, she's been in a, a fair amount of like TV appearances and some movies and whatnot. But uh, most interesting to me is that she is going to be, uh, I believe, the mother in the upcoming Ms. Marvel series. Hey. She'll be Muniba Khan. Uh, and I, if I remember from the, uh, the comics, I think that is uh, Kamala's... That's it's Kamala Khan, right? Or my Kamala Khan. Yep. I hope. Yeah. So it's, um, like I'm not just confusing with uh, the vice president. Yeah. No. It, it is. is yeah. Kamala it is Kamala Khan. Khan. Yeah. Because yeah, she's Kamala. Uh, well, we we assume Kamala and then Kamala. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
anyway, uh, I believe that she is the uh, the mother in in uh, Ms. Marvel, which is, will be very interesting. That's pretty exciting. And actually, uh, so speaking of the mothers, uh, the mother for Jack is uh, voiced by Amy Sedaris. Um, yes. who was in Strangers yes. in Candy. Uh, she's, you know, obviously she had, they have a somewhat famous family, like David Sedaris is, you know, a very uh, popular humorist and writer. Um, but Amy Sedaris has been in tons of funny things. She's great. Quick correction on myself. Uh, it is Kamala Khan. It is the, the same as uh, the vice president. It is pronounced Kamala. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Noted. So. Yeah, I didn't... Uh, I wanted to make sure I got that right. Yeah. So I looked it up. Uh, my daughter watches that... Um, uh, superhero, the, the, the cartoon with Miss Marvel. Um, she watched some mm-hmm. of those, but I, I, I didn't, uh, really, I didn't remember how they said her name. Um, but that has like squirrel girl and like spider Gwen and stuff like that. It's pretty Which fucking cool. Looks great. Yeah. It, it, it was fun. It was really fun. I just don't remember. That was also where like they have America Chavez. Um, mm-hmm. they have, uh, uh, the Falcon. So have you watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yes, we are caught up. Okay, so uh, the kid of uh, of the guy they go to visit, he's yeah. he's uh, they have him in in that show, young whatever it uh, is, yeah, 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 the young young patriot or something like. Yeah, that. he's young. Yeah, young patriot or something. Yeah, uh, pretty cool. Neat. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, so at this point, you know, he comes in, uh, and he's talking to Sue and he's like, you know, Hey, like, let's, okay, let's do this. You're right. Let's do this. Let's, let's be honest. And so he, he says all this thing and he was like, what about you? Is there something you've recently done that you, you think you should be honest about? And she's like, Oh, um, you know, not, not that I could think of at the moment because she's, you know, hiding the fact that she saw her phone and then she ends up saying, uh, I eat my contacts. And he was like, wait, what, what the fuck? And she was like, I don't know. Like I didn't used to. And then I just, one day I was like, I just wanted to eat them. And then, uh, now I can't stop. And he's like, that's, that's pretty serious. We should really address this. She was like, I know it's, I'm really concerned. I'm very <laughs> concerned. Scares me. It kind of scares me. <laughs> very funny. Um, but at that moment they're, they're there and they see, a poof. Uh, they see a poof in the thing. And, and I don't know if this has happened. Maybe I'm missing up. Maybe this has already happened, but she was like, uh, he was like, what? She's like, what is this poof? Was this always there? And he was like, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. It's a poof. And that's where they have the funny, like, like what, 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 even is, what a is a poof? Yeah. She was like, it's like an ottoman. And you know, later then we see the moment where the poof is now gone. And so now we know, shit's going down it's it's happening and so the no you're so the so at this point things start escalating where we we have seen a few instances of like people outside the house we see a guy like coming up to the house and we see him standing there you know it's late at night and he's like looking and you're like oh this is fucking creepy and you see he has a little bit of blood on him oh yeah rape yeah yeah. And then all of a sudden he falls forward and we see that he's clearly been killed by, by some form of alien. There's a, a poof behind him when yep. he falls over. 
Um, we, there's a, uh, a moment earlier on where like, I, I think it's when they're out on the kayak, we, we get a quick scene of a guy like running, uh, for his life through the woods. And like, we hear people yep. screaming in the background. Uh, and then like they're in the kayak and they've got their eyes closed and whatnot. And we see the guy like running towards them. And all of a sudden he's like whipped away and there's like, wow, you can really hear the sounds of nature out here with your eyes closed. <laughs> um, when they first get to the the cabin, they go out on that hike and they're sitting in this overlook point and they hear gunshots and like, oh, it must be hunting season. And then later they hear more gunshots and screams. They're like, it's probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh, that was so great. Like there's all these like real, real subtle nods that the world is, is falling apart around them. Uh, but I love that like in no way does it directly impact them for like at least half of the film. So like question. Like, yeah. Just, oh, so like also like the first night that they're there, they're like sitting out looking at the stars and they see a whole bunch of shootings, like, you know, mm-hmm. things flying all over the place. And they're like, Oh, it's a shooting star. Oh, there's another one. And be like, well, it must be a meteor shower, you know? Um, <laughs> it's like, it's like I, I saw that one, saw one of these ones like in Vermont or something like that. Yeah. It's like I was tripping on S. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, it was also like uh, during the day, I think it was the day that they first drove out, we get a, a quick shot of the sky and like there's a whole bunch of oh, yeah. look like meteors coming through. Uh, so we see like that's like it literally starts like as soon as they leave the city, that's when like the invasion starts. So like they just got out in time, literally. Yeah. Um, so, you know, now that things are starting to get weird, the poof has disappeared. They realize that the poof is gone. Um, and they're starting to see, you know, things happen. So they wake up one morning and they realize that, um, uh, all of the, he had this like fermented stuff that he was going to use to, to bake bread. And he realized that it's gone. And he was like, what the sh- I've been, I've been brewing this for six months. Like I wouldn't just, you know, use it all or spill it. Like where the fuck did all this, this go? And, you know, she picks up the bottle and realizes there's a tiny hole in it covered in like goop. Mm-hmm. And then they look over at the whiskey and the whiskey, same thing. There's a tiny hole, like the whiskey's all gone. She was like, did we drink all the whiskey? And he was like, no, there's tons left. And they look at the bottle. It's completely empty. And again, there's a tiny hole in it and the goop is around it. And they're like, wait, what the, what the fuck is going on? And so at this point, Sue was like, wait, does whiskey have ethanol in it? And he was like, yeah. And she was like, what about the stuff that you had? And he was like, yeah. She's like, okay, I'm going to tell you something, but you can't be mad. She was like, I checked my phone. He was like, ah, I'm she's like, but seriously, you really need to listen to this. And so she goes mm-hmm. to the whole thing and she plays one of the voicemails. And one of the voicemails from her mom is, is she's like on the phone talking and she was like, what they're they're attracted to the ethanol what is that like a drink and uh you know and she was like yeah i love that like that little bit of exposition just there like a few sentences in a voicemail that like not even like necessarily coherent but that tells you like so much that you need to know it's just Uh, enough it's it's just enough very clever yeah Oh, I loved it. And so she was like, I don't know. I, I ignored it because it was, you know, I just thought it was something my mom saw on Fox. And so I I ignored her. So they go through and they start playing the messages and they realize at this moment that she no longer has cell service. Um, mm-hmm. But she's playing all the old voicemails and we get to hear more and, you know, and we hear a little more of, um, you know, a couple of people of calling. Somebody has texted, like one of their friends has texted and been like, oh my God, 
you know, my boyfriend's dead. I don't know what to do. Like, oh shit, we were supposed to go to Yankee Stadium, but that's been destroyed. You know, the mom was <laughs> like, they're they're not rats, they're aliens. Like, we we they're aliens from another planet. They they're coming for the ethanol. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm going for safety. And at this point, they're like, what the f- what is going on? <laughs> like, they have this per like very realistic breakdown of like what do we do? What the fuck do we do? And they get a phone call from Raph. Um, and Raph is like, Hey, shit's getting weird, man. I'm going to come down and bunker down with you guys. Like, uh, I'm heading up right now, uh, to do that. But Hey, down in the basement, you know, under a thing is, is my grandpa's gun. Um, like get that and use it to protect yourselves. And they have this very, like very great conversation about having a gun in the house and stuff. And I love it. Cause like, yeah, it's a great conversation, but at the same time, it's like alien invasion, dude, just take the gun. <laughs> it's just like, no, no, you know, like just having a gun in the house increases the chance that one of us will get shot. And she's like, I know the statistics. They, go, they just start <laughs> rattling off uh, statistics about gun safety. Uh, all good things to, to know and be aware oh, totally. of the fact that uh, uh, these are very true things uh, that you know, you're, you're Definitely, you know, especially untrained, more likely to shoot yourself or uh, a loved one than you are an actual target. Uh, but again, in the moment, in disaster situation, like, be careful, I guess. Just get, get right. Anyway. Right. This, this is the moment of like, you do the opposite. You leave the cannoli and take the gun. Like, that's the, it's the flip flop uh, this time. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Worst case scenario, you can throw the gun. (laughs) You can throw the gun. We've also learned that. It's very effective against supernatural (laughs) beings. I would much rather just throw the gun than try to shoot it. Right. I feel like I'd be way more accurate. (laughs) It's true. So they, uh, so, you know, eventually they pull the gun up, you know, and they're, you know, they're, they're there and, and uh, they're getting everything ready. They see a poof. um, And this is where everything kind of kind of starts going wacky. And so, you know, a bunch of stuff happens and it's, you know, there's just like a lot of like, how do I, let me test fire the gun, you know, shit, here's a poof. Like, let's, let's run, you know, like escape scenarios. And he was, you know, I think it's also funny. He was like, okay, what are our, like, we got to check our provisions. Like, what do we have? And they're like, well, we have, we have some lamb chops. We have, you know, some egg and stuff. He's like, damn, would it have killed us to get anything, <laughs> you know, that non perishables? Jesus. They're like microgreens, some right. leftover quinoa. Right. Like, it's the most like hipster shopping list ever. Uh, and also very relatable. Dude, I, th- this, all of that <laughs> sounded really good. Like, not everything they listed, I was like, shit, that sounds really tasty. I want to go <laughs> camping with these guys. Like, I would love to go to this cabin and hang out with these guys. Like, yes. Let's let's have a couple's weekend at this cabin together. Jack, you cook. Right. You cook. We'll bring the, the whiskey. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, and and so, you know, they've gotten to their moment. And, uh, you know, so eventually it gets to the point where, you know, the poops are there. They're invading. They're like, fuck, we got to go. So they, they go to, you know, he's like, first, let's go to the car. But then obviously the car has been drained of gas because the poops are there to you know, drink ethanol, uh, ethanol or, or whatever. Ethanol. Yeah. And so finally they find a truck, uh, hidden in, in like a garage and they realize that the truck is diesel. Um, well, they don't realize that we realize it later. So these like, Oh, there's, you know, this, this truck, like it still has gas. Let's go. So they get on the road, they have their gun, they've got their supplies, you know, 
they they bounce out of there and they're driving down the road and they see another car coming after us or, or like coming at them and the car stops and we see that there's a poof and you know one of the 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 driver gets out and she starts firing at the poof and the poof shoots out its little you know tentacle tongue thing and kills mm-hmm. her the guy gets out of the passenger seat and comes out and you know is looking at his presumed wife um and the poof kills that person and then you know it it starts heading towards them and jack actually had this really smart idea where he brings a bunch of of wine and she was like why are you bringing this wine like we don't need that he was like no listen we throw it it explodes they smell the ethanol uh, ethanol and they're distracted and she was like Actually, that's a really smart idea. And actually, that is a yeah. really smart idea. <laughs> like, yeah. Very clever. And so he does that, uh, and it works. But before the poof leaves, he like emits this gas or something, like a smell. Um, and so, you know, they're driving by, and just as they drive by this this empty truck, uh, they hear a baby cry. <laughs> and they were like, uh, and she stops, no. and he was like, she was like, was that a fucking baby? And he was like, no, I mean, maybe it's, you know, not. A, and then it cries again and it's clearly a baby. And he's like, ah, it's a fucking baby. Fuck. It's, oh God. And they're like, well, maybe we didn't hear the baby. You know, maybe, maybe we just leave a note or something. He's, she's like, I, I don't know. So they go back and forth and eventually they, they're like, okay, let's, let's go save this baby. Which, like, you know, these two have talked about, like, maybe in a few years' time when they've gotten their shit a little bit more together, maybe start to think about having children. Like, they're right. very clearly not ready to be parents themselves, uh, and yet here they are uh, in a survival scenario uh, with seemingly no choice but to go and, and rescue this baby and the two of them. Uh, like, what could possibly go wrong? Sure. Certainly. What could go wrong? Yeah. So uh, just as they are attempting to get the baby out of the truck, uh, we see in the bed of the truck um, kind of a blanket unfold, and there is a woman hiding in the back of the truck. She gets up. She sneaks around, grabs one of the guns, you know, points it at the at them, and they're like, whoa, hey, no, what are you doing? She's like, I'm going to take your truck. It's diesel, right? And they're like, oh, yeah. And she was like, I'm going to take your truck. I'm going to take your truck. And she, like, gets in the car, and, you know, there, she was like, what are you doing? Like, the, but we have a baby. And she's like, it's not my baby. And she <laughs> drives off with, you know, with everything. And they're like, what, what the fuck do we do? Like, what do we do now? Like, exactly what they thought about doing, but couldn't do. She's like, nope, it's not, <laughs> not my mine. See ya. <laughs> yep. And so, uh, yeah. Yeah. So now they're, uh, they're on foot with poofs around and a baby. Wandering through the woods, trying to uh, trying to find safety, uh, and they, uh, they they dig through the the baby's belongings that they rescued from the truck to learn that the baby is in fact also named Jack. Oh, baby Jack! We've it's got two Jack. Baby Jack, which was adorable. It was adorable. I I thought that was a that was a cute little coincidental but like emotional touch. I thought that was uh, mm-hmm. um, pretty interesting. So you know. Off they go, and they're trying to, you know, make their way around. And as they start changing the diaper of Jack, who has recently um, shat himself, um, they start feeling all weird and loopy. 
And they're like, I don't, uh, like, what is going on? And they're like, oh, my God, the poof, it poofed us. Like, we, <laughs> you know, so, you know, uh, Sue, wonderfully uh, quick thinking, she realizes that she saw in the bag two epinephrine, basically EpiPill uh, pens um, mm -hmm. in there. And so she, you know, just as they're about to pass out, she jabs uh, both her and Jack, uh, adult Jack, um, with the with the EpiPens. They pass out for a second, they wake up, and they're like, what the fuck? And she was like, oh, it must have been, you know, this thing. So this is another power or whatever we've learned about these uh, these aliens. And they realize Jack's missing. And they're like, oh, shit. And he was like, well, you know, what do we do? So, like, well, we just have to listen. So they hear Jack, and just as they're going to save him, a poof uh, shows up. And the poof, uh, sh you know... Uh, he's like, Sue, we got to, you know, get, get the, uh, get the weapon, get the wine, you know, we'll throw the wine, grab the baby and run. And just as he's about to, you know, do that, um, you know, there, uh, uh, he, he sees the poof kind of step in front. And so he steps in front and the poof shoots out its thing and hits, uh, adult Jack right in the chest, you know, to which he falls down. Um, but it doesn't go all the way through. It doesn't kill him. And he was mm -hmm. like, ah, and so just as that happens, uh, Sue, you know, jumps in and just chops the fucking tendril thing right <laughs> off. Nice. Yeah, she's just, just hacking away. Hacking away at it. And the poof dies. It deflates and, uh -huh. and dies at that moment. Um, and we realize that uh, what stopped him was his cell phone. It couldn't get <laughs> through the cell phone. But like, no fucking way. It just happened to be like in his shirt pocket when he, because he had the baby Bjorn. Yep. So we don't see that. We just see the, the tentacle thing hitting that. Uh, and there's this adorable moment where she's like, You, you stepped in front of the poof to shield me. And he's like, You just straight up like brutally murdered that poof to save me. She's like, Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that. <laughs> I don't want to kill anything, but I, I, I don't, I don't enjoy killing things. I don't want to do that again, <laughs> which is great. So, uh, they get little Jack, right? And you know, they're like, oh, Okay, like, you know, all of a sudden they're, they're in the woods and they, their phones activate. And they're like, oh my God, like we have service. What is going on? You know, they look and they're like, she's like, check, you know, Twitter, check Facebook, check all these things. And they just see that it's just chaos everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like things aren't getting mm -hmm. better. Like it's, it's just madness everywhere. And at this moment, they see like a little towering like thing, like a little glass like sculpture. And she's like, was that always there? Like, what is this? And so they walk up to it and she's like, oh, I, she's like, I can't touch it. Like it's, it's got like a force field around and you know, she can only get with an inch or so. And as they're standing near it, it encases them. Mm -hmm. And now they're in this, this bubble, this like glass, like bubble. And, you know, finally they get a hold of somebody, um, or they, they call, they attempt to call 911, which of course is, you know, is like, no, uh, but leave yeah. a message. And they're like, we're, we're, you know, just North of this place. Like we're just North of Pinebrush and like, we're, we're in this thing, we're stuck. And then the thing starts going up in the air and they're like, and we're going in the air. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> we're, going up now. we're going up. And so they get all the way up into space. And, you know, as they started getting up, they realize they're running out of air and it starts you know, sending oxygen to them. And they're like, what is happening? And it shoots up into space. And now they're up in space and they look around and there's tons of other of these eggs floating up from uh, Earth. And that's the end of the movie. It ends at that exact moment. Yes. So um, I love this for, for a couple of reasons. One, uh, 
at the very beginning, it tells us the, like, I, I don't even know if it says the year, but it just, it starts with a, uh, a title card. This is the year that, hum- that humans lost the planet or something. Yeah, yeah the year effect. humans lost Earth. Uh, yep. Uh, and then, like, this ending, like, we have no idea what happens to them. Like, were the poofs there, like, to save humanity? Were they there to, like, save some people but not all were they there to just get rid of humanity and like everyone who's in one of those capsules just eventually like rots and dies and we have no idea that's 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 just it it. yeah and i i kind of love the ambiguity of that like you can make whatever ending you want from this yeah you know i i think what was really great is you know the writers uh uh, went on record as saying that like that was the point like they wanted you to not know because they felt like that was that would be the most realistic uh alien invasion scenario is that Mm -hmm. you know they they said that like the biggest complaint about alien invasions you know independence day and stuff like that is that you know like one really smart dude just like all of a sudden figures it out completely for whatever reason you know whereas the president like psychically connects with one and was like oh they're here to terraform and to you know because they love toxic bullshit or whatever you know and the other (laughs) one's like oh this is how their systems work and the writers were like no what's going to happen is aliens are going to come down they're going to fuck shit up and we're not going to know why and we're either going to win the day by chance or we're just going to fucking die and no one will know why like that's Mm -hmm. all there is to it like you're not going to know why they because you're not going to speak their language or anything you're just going to mm-hmm. fucking die or win at period. And then be like, what the fuck happened? I don't know. I still don't know. What was the point of this? Um, so and I brilliant. think that's great. I think that's great. And it works for this. Would it work for like an independence day? No. I mean, no, it kind of I mean, worked with like the skyline movie series. They don't, they never really tell you why we just know that aliens invaded, but you got a big epic action blockbuster movie. Like there has to be like a heroic moment. There has to be uh like, we won't go quietly into the night, so to speak. Right. There has to be the big conclusion like that. I, you know what? Those movies work for a reason, but I love this movie yes. for like for not doing that. Oh, hundred percent. I, this, this movie is better for that is, is better because of that. Um, so should you watch this movie? Absolutely, mm-hmm. hands down. There is no, mm-hmm. there is no world where I would not recommend this movie, ever. It's just so I've, good. I've seen it twice and would watch it again. Oh, totally. I would totally watch it again. Yeah, um, yeah. So save yourselves. Uh, star uh, um, uh, playing now available on on Hulu. Um, it, it is a rentable movie. Otherwise, so if you do not have Hulu. Uh, and you would like, it is totally worth the money to rent or buy. Uh, like I I would recommend buying this movie, uh, like unwatched. If you, if you would all like, as an example, if you watched, uh, scare me or you watched our review on scare me and you're like, fuck yeah, I love movies like that. Buy this movie, you know, sight unseen, like you, you will absolutely fucking love this movie. Like it will be a movie Mm -hmm. you recommend to friends, um, all the time as we are currently doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. We, we've got a really cool month uh, coming up. And now uh, we're going to do one of those things. We've we've kind of done this before, but we're actually going to cover a movie this month that you likely have heard of. I, I would say like 99% chance uh, that you have, in fact, heard of this movie and an even greater chance that you've probably seen this movie. But we are going to cover the movie Mars Attacks. Um, yes. That's right. The Michael J. Fox, uh, Jack Nicholson film. Uh, you know, uh, Lisa Marie Presley, like the whole spiel. We are going to cover that movie. 
mainly because one, it's an alien invasion film and probably one of the most famous um, that's not like Independence Day. But two, Caleb has never seen it. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. This guy. So obviously he's so, heard of it. He just has never seen it. Yeah. And uh, no, no promises yet, but we may have a special guest for that episode. We're going to do what we can. We're going to do what we so. can. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so, you know, join us for this week. We got a lot of really cool movies planned. Um, uh, I'm very excited for this. And of course, Caleb, if they wanted to see what movies were coming up this month, how, you know, what? Well, the, <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the easiest way that I would recommend would be to visit the Nahoit.com. It's T-H-E-N-H-O-I-T.com. You don't say. Uh, we can see, I do say, uh, our schedule of upcoming episodes uh, with links to trailers as well as uh, where, if at all, you can find these movies available streaming. Uh, and of course, as Michael mentioned earlier, we love to hear from you uh, of movies that you want to see us talk about. And uh, we've got a contact form on there that you can fill out and shoot us a, a little uh, electronic mail message uh that we will read and respond to and uh if you pick a movie we will uh almost certainly watch it yeah yeah 100 if we haven't already uh covered it i mean we've been doing this for over three years now um but if we haven't and every week mind you every week for over three mm-hmm. years we have been doing this podcast and a brand new episode every single week it's fucking wild. sometimes two a week uh we've done that a couple of times uh so yeah, we will uh we will totally yeah, if we haven't covered it before, uh odds are we will we will cover uh your your suggestion. Um yeah, so other than that, you know, all the things that were mentioned uh of how to get a hold of us and you know what? Uh thanks a lot for watching and listening. We super appreciate mm-hmm. it and we will see you on the next one. Yeah. father's tragic past, hidden in the adventures of a cartoon mouse. A cautionary tale on the dangers of temporal tourism. A woman searching for answers after the death of an old friend. This is the Storyteller series, a Night Shift Radio original. Every month we bring a new short story to life in a full cast audio drama. We publish a second exclusive story to our online print edition, and we give you a glimpse behind the pages with our author interview series. Subscribe to the Storyteller series wherever you listen to podcasts and visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.